Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Jeff Johns gets a raise. Harley's going to be a star, and we're about to have a DC TV crossover. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Hey, Gertler. I'll stay over here. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. 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 Got it. Plenty of germs in the room today. Plenty of germs, plenty of stories to talk about. So much going on. Welcome, everyone. This is the DC Movie News Show right here in the Popcorn Talk Network. There's just stuff flying in right now. Just, you know, it you seems get, like it's flying at your face. It's, it's like right left, and right. left you got, and right. Yeah, Chris Pine on the set of Justice League today. Drop it right now. Yeah, Mr. J. That's uh, thanks to Mr. J for uh, last minute tweeting us right before. Chris Pine on the set of Justice League. He's like our reporter in the field, our man in the field. Yeah, awakening all the rumors just when we had uh, put to rest the idea that, oh, Chris Pine, he'll just, uh, he'll just launched the Wonder Woman franchise. They're not going to use them again in the modern era, but Justice well, League? What? And then we've just got the story. We're going to have a huge crossover, the biggest one in TV history. We're going to get to that. TV time. This might be the biggest TV time we ever had, Roxy. It's time? Well, not right now. No, yeah. Oh, settle down. <laughs> we could, actually. You said TV time. Wow. Settle down. Oh, that was directed TV time for the first <laughs> time. That pop up all of a sudden. It's just like, what? TV because time? Because if yeah, they yeah. play the theme, we have to go there. Yeah, because then we have to. And then we would skip the whole show. It's like a, a Super Mario Brothers <laughs> time warp situation. Yeah. We go down. right to level 4.2. In all seriousness, though, this was a massive week for DC News. So it should be really, yeah. It's the so much. But not just for TV. All not so week. much a massive week for Zack Snyder News. Well. Haven't seen his name mentioned in any items. Well, you know what it was a big week for? Uh, Mikey and Adam getting a tour. Why don't we just get right into it? Let's get into it. That's Mikey. That's Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Take it away, guys. I wasn't there. All right. So we were nice. uh, We were um, we were lucky enough to be invited to the premiere of the new uh, DCEU DC Cinematic Wing of the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Christmas and myself went there yesterday to uh, work out our differences, and um, we got exposed to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Are we going to go through some of the pictures right now, and then uh, should we comment as we see? Yeah. Go go for the pictures. Okay. So this was all in the Warner Brothers. Really close to us uh, in Burbank. So right here you see. Uh, these are uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, what are we starting with here? Okay, oh, there we go. Here's us smiling together. That's Adam and Mikey Christmas. And mm-hmm. uh, you could see uh, Superman, the Man of Steel behind us. So you get to see, we saw a lot of costumes from BBS yeah. and from Suicide Squad. A lot of predominantly. props. Lots of props. Um, so moving on. What's the next picture we got here? Oh, so oh. special guest of honor, Gene Simmons Which of Kiss. Tell us How about, about that? How about that? Uh, he was just walking around with his girlfriend, and then the press started going to him, but then... It became known that he was. Was that his girlfriend or daughter? I'm so bitter about this. Could have been either. Could have been either. He's a rock star. Could have been either. Uh. Uh, But. Then he took the podium, so I was like, oh, he's the guest. Okay. I just thought he was a fan walking around with his entourage. Oh, and he's not a big fan, right, Mikey? No. This man, let me tell you something. So he gets up there, and he gives this speech, only two, three minutes, but about growing up and liking comics. And he said, it's like, we're cool now. We're nerds, and it's cool to be nerds now. Yeah, and, Gene Simmons, you're finally cool. Yeah, yeah. But he, but right. He, he's throwing, he's throwing new gods. He's throwing Hyman out it's there. Like he's Jack throwing Kirby. Or Jack Orion Kirby out gave there. Us the new All this stuff he's throwing out there. He's throwing out Carmen Infantino, like names that, of course, everyone, most people in the room, they're just pressed. They're like, hmm, yeah. let's take a picture and shiny objects around us. They have no idea what's going on. But people that I, I'm sitting at the end, I'm applauding. People are looking at me like. What's this nerd applauding Gene for? Gene Simmons was dropping was some fantastic. serious DC signs, yeah. and then afterwards they asked him to uh, hold the uh, kryptonite, like you I, get to see the... We've got the, Sizzler Kissler in the chat right now. Hi, Kissler. And he says, I knew Gene Simmons would try to steal a kryptonite. Yeah, he would, with his yeah. tongue. Hey, you know, um, I'm not a tongue. Fan. Can I give a quick shout-out to sure. Sizzler Kissler? Yeah. You know, my birthday was just a couple of weeks ago. Somebody sent me the Batman trivia book written by 
Alan Kistler the other oh. day. So I've been checking out your book, Sizzler. Amazing. Oh. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. Full circle, I know the author of this book. That has never happened to me before. That's, that's pretty awesome. cool. <laughs> so Everybody wins pretty, in that scenario. That's pretty rad. Okay, so what's the next picture we're going to look at here? What do we got? I'm so jealous of you. All right, so this Those, is, as you walked in, yes. you saw uh, different Justice League characters and old, uh, some in sometimes first appearances or number ones. It was or, the number ones or... It was, it was Batman number one, not Detective Comics. Uh, that Batman number one, that Batman did not one. have the cover on it, right? It was like just the first page. It was, it was ratted up, but it was yeah. still like... It Most of those great. looked like the kind, if you took them on held them, they would just crumble in your hand. Yes. Really? But they were awesome. And look how relevant they were. That was the Batman that was oh just God, premiered was, with the yes. yellow outlining yeah. the target right They're there. They're on top of their stuff, yeah. Uh, so the Cyborg one, what was it? Was it a Teen, Teen Titans? Titans? Teen yeah, Titans they had Brother there. Blood there. I can't believe you said it like that. You, Teen Titans. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh! oh Gertler v. Kalinowski. there. I want that image to be saved, and every time there's a Gertler v. Kalinowski, I want that to be pulled. With really dramatic music. Do you know how hard it was for us to take that picture. It took a lot of cooperation Is that a selfie? to take that picture. But we, it was. He had the iPad, so we're both trying to hold it. We're both like doing fists, but this came up like this at one point because I was like, this doesn't look good. So I had to like you do had this. to hold it with one hand. It was really funny. And I don't I couldn't even look and yeah, see. It was, so it's old school put your dukes up. You brought your iPad? They, so they let you take all these they pictures and they no wanted problem with us that? Too. Yeah. So so we're moving on to Deadshot here and this is yeah. where you can see I got two here's one, or an interesting thing. So we got to see some of the guns and some of the sidearms. This is uh, Deadshot's like uh, hand or wrist cannon that he has. Yeah, yeah. And it says the phrase "I am the light" dash yes. the way, which seems to be a twist on a "I am the way, the life, the truth" from the Bible. It seems yeah. to be a play on what Jesus said. And uh, he's got it on his neck as well, and that that red around his neck it says it as well. So, uh, so we to assume that Deadshot has some sort of religiosity Godly. about him. Mm. Mm. Is he a lap? He's sending Catholic? people to meet their maker. Perhaps, yeah, because the thing is, I am the way, and it's signed, dash, the light. Uh, uh, excuse me. I am the light, dash, the way, as if to say that the author of that statement is the way, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if that's what he's saying. Is he putting himself up there, and is that his hubris, and perhaps what he has to learn as a I character? Have... It was My, my point, but... guys, is that like you get to see, getting these close looks at the costumes gives you some clues as to the characters and where they're going to go in Suicide Squad. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, All it's right. fantastic. Um, so we saw, henchmen. we've seen the, the henchmen, <laughs> the, the panda. Yep. It, again, the, that uh, dichotomy of seeing such a, a cherubic, childlike image, but wielding the machine gun in the trailer is so cool. And then the close-up there is all these little like panda snacks, which I think are actually like explosives and things like that. <gasps> oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. So now this, we had a discussion. So on. yeah, check it. What were your ta- what was your take on well, this? Well, we noticed he's got Batman leggings. Right, which makes you think, and like, in what world, right, if but, Batman exists, how are their Batman leggings? But I, mean, I said maybe they're taking this as Batman's been around for 20 years, and in uh, Tim Burton's original idea for so, Batman Returns... So are they saying this is exactly what he was wearing in Suicide Squad? One of his, one of his outfits. This is yeah. from the movie. Yeah. Really? Yes. So it's mm. like, Batman's existed for 20 years. Right. And in the original Tim Burton's Batman 2, Batman merchandise was out. There were shops filled with Bert- uh, Batman merchandise. So what if in this... It's known that there's this right. vigilante in Gotham, and what are people are taking advantage of selling this bat merchandise? However, you're you're walking a fine line there, but going one movie further into Schumacher world, where, where Batman himself had Batman credit cards and things. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not assuming that's what this is. I think you're right. It's probably the other thing, but it's just interesting. <laughs> and again. It, it makes you wonder, you know, right. did he have, does he have that Robin tattoo? Is that supposed to be a Robin? Why has he got or this bat, you know? Is, is it, will we never see those? Is that what he wears underneath his clothes? So the fans, the filmmakers just put that in there as a naughty case. Maybe in one scene they freeze frame it and his leg goes up and you see his socks and he's got the leggings. Mm. It's interesting. We've never seen this scene. Yeah. What do you guys outfit? think, chat roll? What do you guys think that that means? That Joker be wearing Batman Paul shorts? Paul says I'm in love with Joker wearing Batman jeggings. Uh, He's mocking him, and I love it. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, people seem to be liking it. I, I think that it's interesting. I, I wonder if it will play any part or how large of a part it would play. I, don't, I think it might just be a nod. Like, yeah. if you're quick enough and you freeze the frame at the right point when you have the, it on home video or whatever, it's a little nod to the fans. But anyway, next up we got Harley Quinn's uh, bracelets, her gun. There we go. And on her gun, on the barrel, it said love and hate. Yeah, the okay, barrel so turned. the side here that I shot, it says yeah. hate. 
And then you got yes, it's sir. All these little details that we'll probably never see in the film, but they're just fantastic. You seem to. It seems that whatever uh, gives birth to Harley Quinn's persona, there is a certain resentment of a male-dominated authority here. It makes me think that she's going to have this real feminist bent mm. to her. Mm-hmm. That she's got a lot of resentment. <clears throat> like yes, sir. It's almost a mock obedient sort of yeah. take. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, which totally. is interesting, given the Batman shorts and the right amount of silly. Says Kissler, Joker should always have unapologetic, unapologetic silly mixed in with the darkness. Not taking the boots, someone else. Okay. I okay. love those boots. I wanted those boots. Harley boots? No. Joker's, Joker's boots. boots. Oh, they look good. Yeah. Yeah, this Joker has a sense of style. What else sure. we got? Rockstar. All right, what's the next thing we're looking at? Okay, so this is from the dream sequence, right? right? He comes out of the, the cryptid, Bruce. This was my least favorite picture of all the pictures. Yeah, I just kind of threw that one at the end just because I'm like, cool I wanted to, to show that was there. This no, kinda... it makes sense. It just freaks me out. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Like, I'm going to think about this tonight before I go to bed. <sighs> So, guys, if you want to be uh, um, dreaming under the same bright star as Roxy oh. Stryer tonight, think and about this horrible image, and you'll be, uh, both be on the same. Real quick, something to talk about because uh, someone, people on Twitter, threw this out to me. This event was called the DC Cinematic Universe Exhibit. Yes, mm-hmm. and as far as we know from now, we were always calling it the DC Extended Universe. Yes, and we're kind of in a debate here on the panel as to was it officially what it's called. Because this is Warner Bros. DC, and they're saying from now on this is the DC Cinematic Universe, and they've said this is going to be a revolving exhibit for all the films will rotate costumes and props. So DC and Warner Bros., they're calling it the DC Cinematic Universe. Is this the new title for it? Yeah, I don't think that's such a, 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 I love a bad idea. DCCU. I think you might that might be some good Batman-like like sleuthing right there, but because why? these things are not accidentally no, titled. not at all. So why was it? Why did everybody freak out when it was titled the DCEU if that but wasn't when, official? But who no, that was official. It was it? I, oh, no, I think that yeah, was official. I think what you might be intimating is that this is a possible <clears throat> Change. Yeah, what he was coming saying with, was he didn't think it ever coming was. Coming with a show. lot of the changes, coming with okay. like getting, the, you know, listen, they're, they're getting the thing up and running. This is like this ship left the station before it was all put together. Right. And they're kind of getting and it together. We knew that back four years ago, we knew it took off. Yes. When they announced the slate of all these films that were still kind of like, well, where are we going now? I think you're right because we they said they're launching this. Uh, this, this exhibit, guys, you can go see it. You can make an appointment. It's a, it's a, it's a three-hour Warner Brothers and tour I, and this is just a part of it. I will wow. say this. I've, being in Los Angeles, and I've been on studio tours. I work for Universal, so I've been on uh, seeing what they do. And, and so I didn't know. I went to this WB tour a year ago and did the full tour. My parents wanted to do the kind of touristy thing. This WB tour is fantastic. It's inexpensive. I think it's like $40, $45. It's a long day. It's three, four hours. You go everywhere. Now, compared to like Universal fantastic. Studios, this is less theme parky, amusement oh, parky. This is, this is more of a studio tour. Mm-hmm. The studio tour at Universal is the 45 minute in the back lot. You don't get off the tram ever. This is, you're off the tram, VIP, 45 minutes. I don't work for WB. But I, I had a blast doing it last year. Yeah. And now this is the whole thing. You, you go into the garage, you see all the Batmobiles, uh, you see the new Batmobile yeah. show. Sizzler says DCEU was official. Yeah, it was official, it was. right. Okay. No, we're, we're, we're just saying that this, this might could, be, this could be a change. All right. Yeah, because of the way they're building. Because of, so can we talk about that? Can we talk about the switch? Segway into it, Rock. Well, segue. Do we have more pictures? Or are we it. done with That's the okay, last great. one. There was a bit of a change, and that is Jeff Johns got himself a little bit of a raise, I guess you could say. Yeah. You mean somebody who's been involved with the uh, the, the DC Cinematics since 2000? Somebody that actually worked as an intern for Richard Donner? The yep. first person yes. to successfully bring the greatest criminal mind ever <laughs> left to the screen? Mr. Walker? I mean, Revi- Jeff Johns. Guys. Revitalized Green Lantern? And Start doing the Wikipedia. As I was looking up Jeff Johns, I knew that he wrote all these great modern DC stories, but I didn't realize that he went back to the Dick Donner days with, he, like, Kevin Feige. Like, he, man, it he, goes deep with him. Yeah. Last year, mm-hmm. if you were at Comic-Con, uh, Dan Didio did a panel with him, and it was all about Jeff Johns' rise through DC. And it was fan- <laughs> like fascinating with this guy and how entrenched he's been George with DC McGinnis, forever. That's funny. Um, but let's talk about it. Let's. Uh, Jeff McGinnis says Zack Snyder has the power to wipe out the entire DC movie slate, and if we believe there is a one percent, one percent chance he'll ruin the movies, we have to take it as an absolute. Okay, sense. now Adam, you and I talked about this yesterday at the event. Yes. Zack Snyder never said he was the Godfather. Yeah, I think that was the problem, is that nobody was taking the Godfather role, yes. nobody was making the claim, everything was... Right. Zack Snyder was being he the was, mouthpiece, He was the mouthpiece, but he did not... 
Who knows if he wanted to be in that position? Who knows? It just seemed like it was a little... And, and what people have been criticizing the DC, EU, or whatever, cinematic right. you from the beginning was like, who's steering the ship? And this at least, at least on paper, and we won't know, looks like... Right. They're at least saying that we know somebody has to do it. We know that we're telling a long-form story, so we at least need to... To, to, to get in there with somebody that knows the universe and somebody who's been a producer, not only on the current DCU films, right. I'm talking about Berg now, but uh, John right. Berg or Josh Berg? John. John, and, okay. But he's been a part of all these films. And already. Affleck's right. films, too. Yes. And he's Live by Night and Argo. Argo. He's yes. been their guy. So, so, I mean, and nobody thought that Ben Affleck was giving up his career to become no, he was the not, regular guy. He was not no. coming in. But... You put all these things together, yep. and it sounds like maybe there's a chance. And so, Roxy, yeah. not only did Jeff Johns say he wants to create hope and optimism around the films, but now, as far as Justice League goes, we got Affleck, Jeff Johns, and John Berg in charge. That sounds pretty promising. Yeah, I completely agree. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan. I've said it since day one. You can talk about him not wanting to be as involved as he got or be the godfather. I think he wanted to be very involved. I think he got exactly what he wanted. I don't think he was the right person for the job. I never thought he was. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see Jeff Johns step up, and I'm excited to see him become our, as people are saying, our Kevin Feige, uh, because I love him. But he lacks film knowledge, which is why we're bringing in somebody like Affleck to be an executive producer. Does and does not. I mean, has been working in and around film for a long time. Well, right. At least started in film and then went to comics. Well, now that's has been I'm in saying. TV. He, he's lacking film knowledge, not as in he's the least knowledgeable person in the world, but he is not the most knowledgeable right. person in the world. And so I think it's in fair. In some ways, he is lacking, but I do think he has enough that he has an understanding how to have these conversations with somebody who has extreme film knowledge, such as Ben Affleck, who I trust with my life. So mm -hmm. I think that this could be a really great team. Now, what that means for Zach Snyder, does that mean now that Zack Snyder is taking a step back, or does that mean he is still mm. completely there in full force and has as much decision-making powers as he had originally? I, mean, uh, I would be pissed to see that. Mikey, I, I would not want to see that. Mikey, we already know that Jeff Johns is co-writing the Batman solo with yeah. Affleck. Right. Uh, I don't know. As far as Justice League, when you have those three guys in charge, yeah, Snyder may be directing it, but you got to believe there's going to be a little bit of micromanaging going on. I'll say this. Right? Zack Snyder works best when he has the tools in front of him. Watchmen 300. Great films. We can argue regardless. And to use my football analogy, I know you guys don't like that. I love football analogy. This DC Universe did not have a coach. Mm -hmm. Snyder was the quarterback, and he's like, okay, I can do plays, and yeah. I can throw some t winning touchdowns. Guys, now we have a coach in there. Yeah. This is a guy that will now be in there on with Snyder during Justice League going, yeah. man, it'd be really cool if I could have Batman kill someone. It's like, you know, Batman wouldn't kill right here. Have him do this. Yeah. Have him throw a batarang that would wrap him up or throw some... Yeah. And, 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 and ultimately, gel on what, what this seems to do is it seems to build a framework of producerial um, accountability yes. so that there's somebody that is is going to make that call. Right. And Jeff Johns has been there, but they have not given him the green light. And, and right. just because we heard about this two days ago, I would imagine this happened weeks ago. That's the thing. And that when you're hearing about these Suicide Squad reshoots and all this, this is all starting to make sense to me in that they're going back and they're shooting this film to kind of make all this now make sense in, in, in perhaps the new way that... The story is going to have to be veered. You know, now we're kind of putting up the long form story, and now this is starting to make sense with things that we've been but, hearing because this didn't just happen overnight, kids. It wasn't like they said, okay, Jeff Johns, go to England right now on set of Justice League and do your job. He's been in probably Justice League from the beginning in this role. I'm yeah. so glad you just said that because I've gotten I put out a Twitter poll saying Warner Brothers making Jeff Johns the man in charge of the DCEU, aka the Kevin Feige, is brilliant or stupid. And the 12% of the people who said it was stupid wrote back being like, because it's inc incredibly rash. Because they're yeah, making a no. spur-of-the-moment decision. Because they're doing this because the fans no. have been asking for it, so they just decided. You know what? That's ridiculous. Nobody makes a spur-of-the-moment decision to make yeah. somebody in charge of the DC. CU or DCEU, whatever we Plus, want to call it now. You, There's no way they just like flipped a coin and were like, mm, yeah, I guess this goes to Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns earned this position. Jeff Johns is great for this job. And I'm sure it took a whole bunch of people to be like, yes, all right, this is what we're going to do. And on top of that, he's contracted now. So his contract had to go through lawyers and salary negotiated. This has probably been... Yeah, this I, is a big job. I, I would, would think say that almost it, before BVS came out, this I has been going on. I would think that this has got to be a big... 
a big bump in his job, but but they also said that he's going to continue to do the, the other things, which I think is kind of weird. And we're about ready to go to the rebirth. Um, I don't think this started before BBS came out, though. I don't think that. I would agree with that. I, I don't know uh, if, but but maybe because listen, they said that whatever the reaction to BBS was, it was not a surprise to Warner Brothers. Yeah, we, so, you know, so maybe they knew and it was the reboots happened today. So definitely, but post post production on that. John Berg is also a target. Yes, we're not yes. talking about John Berg as much because it's a little bit less sexy in regard to DC, well, but yeah. yeah. But we, I mean, this is a serious producer. But John's too. already John's already had a lot of responsibility. Now it's just he has an official mm-hmm. title, and, if you will. And I think I think it is a little bit. I don't want to call it damage control, but I think it is a little bit. I think you're right. I think it came out after BVS and they saw the reaction. They're like, all right, we need to write the ship. Not write the ship. No, write the ship. That's but, fair. But write the ship in the eyes of all the people who gave it a twenty seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. Not us. Right. We love it. We'll go see it. It's for the global public who are like, okay, now we know and, who's in charge. And also, this is now. It's all on his shoulders now. We're, with Feige, if things go wrong in Marvel, it's on yeah. his shoulders. He's yeah. the name of it. So does Jeff Johns? He's now saying, yes, I will shoulder that responsibility, mm-hmm. taking it off of a director. You know who he gets but the brunt of it. People, Snyder got the brunt of all people that. People are saying, didn't he work on BBS also? Yes, but it wasn't his film. Right, now, it was now not. Now he's saying, hey, give me the it credit was, or give me the. It was Zack Snyder's film, and they gave Zack Snyder the auteurship. So now it's going to be interesting. This is a little bit different than how Marvel's doing it because Marvel, we know it's Kevin Feige's the showrunner. Yeah, this is different. And 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 with firing the Flash director, it seems like DC wants to to find the balance of still getting great filmmakers who like give, who have a voice. Who have a voice, but are willing to take direction as well, but fit into the long form, and it it feels like it's going to be less dictated than Feige's, and and it yet it is yet to be determined how that's going to play out because you know, like we said with 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 uh, um, Aquaman's director, kind of like speaking out, saying like, hey, you got to let me make this movie the way I want to make this movie too, and and uh, right, so. you know, but 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 look at what Jeff Johns has done. Okay, Green Lantern, Justice Society of America, Justice League of America. He's his done books. Batman. He's he, done his, Superman. Before he's done any, Aquaman. Before any of those big runs, his run on Flash with the Rose. Flash. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Blackest Night. Uh, he introduced. Yeah. I'm sorry, Rox. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. He introduced the other Lantern Corps with all the different hope and despair right. and love and all that with all these different races. And, and I think if, you, oh if you match Johns with Berg and now Affleck, you mentioned, you know, Johns doesn't have a lot of movie experience. Guess who does? Affleck. Oh, I think together yeah, like the three said. of them yeah. is just a hell of a company. Yeah, well, just to know that already that that... That Batman script, which was a rumor, and by the way, I went and saw uh, Jeff Johns speak at Comic-Con last year, and I really, I, I wanted to ask the question. I was in line. I wanted to say, like, oh, how's the script that you're writing with Ben Affleck coming along? Mm-hmm. Oh. And I did not get to ask that question. Damn it. You know, sorry, go ahead. The question I want to ask, because I, I saw we got a lot of tweets about this, too. Mike, I'm a little surprised, because I think a lot of people thought you were going to be upset with this decision because no. of how much of a Snyder fan you are. See, that's the thing, guys. I'm not blind fanboying. You're I supportive. Love, there are things in that movie, the BBS, that I can't... St- I still, to this day, do not like Luther. I try to support him and want to be supportive. I can't watch him in that movie because well, it's just like... What, kill, what, what, what kills me is just the thought of possibly having Brian Cranston Well, listen to this. If, if he really chose... But, Eisenberg over Brian Cranston, I want to cry. Guys, one sec, I want to acknowledge something. Jay Kelly is saying, why are you guys not acknowledging the entire movie structure for all their other universes? This has nothing to do with BBS. Jay, do you really think that this structuring has nothing to do with the reaction of BBS? Do you yeah. really think that? Come on, bro. I mean, really? To address that, you really think this. that? The way that Justice uh, ben, uh, BBS ends, we are in a great position if Johns wants to help shepherd this because we're going to have a new Batman going into, you know, he's the killing Batman is gone. Going forward, he's going to... He says at the end, I failed. We have to do better. Wonder Woman is coming back, being inspired that good men can do good. She's coming back into the world. We are set up to go in a positive, hopeful direction. It's all... Superman, when he returns, can be the hope-inspiring Superman that everyone wants. So this movie ended, and it's not going to go see Justice League go... It completely be a completely different film because John's now into it. It's set to go seamlessly into what we want. I expect yeah. we're going to hear a lot of changes. Now, the movies that are not yet in production, okay. get ready. I think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start hearing when the Batman solo movies were going to come up. Maybe maybe Justice League Part 2 is not going to be filmed back-to-back. Maybe they're going to take a break there. Well, that's what they people were saying in the chat last week, that they are taking a break in between JL. Right, right. So Rock, so they, and I think Snyder will be phased out. I, I was going to say, Rocky, do you think that we're going to see a phasing? 
Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, wow. I think I think potentially because I mm. think that this this wasn't like a uh, there was eh reviews on it. I mean, I think it's out of. And here's the thing: it's not about hurting anybody's feelings. Zack Snyder has paid millions of yeah. dollars to do what but, he's done and then phase himself out and, quietly. What like you just said, it's we, not like you're stealing from anybody. We've already started to see that though with the announcement of or a potential announcement of the Harley movie. Like what direction it is that we're going in. But also think about it. We talk about phasing him out. Look at um, Favreau. Look at Whedon. They came in. They did their time. They set the tone, and they left. You know who Snyder never yeah. said, "I want to yeah, be here forever." But people liked what they did. Did they like Iron Man too? Did well, they, but, but Favreau. Did they like? Did they I like did. Avengers too? No. The general consensus was no. And both those men, be, after those two films, were gone. It was the director, and 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 to be fair, yeah, those directors were. It was already the writing was already on the yeah, wall. It was so, like Kevin Feige also, was taking it away, and that's saying, what we're happening. Those we, we, also wow. were like C's. I think they got like seventy something. When you get a twenty something, that yeah. is it Mike. It's different. I mean, it's different. It's totally I, I different. I don't that's pay attention. I never pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes, but I am a little. You have to if you if you're a studio. That's what you have to pay attention. to. I'm saying a fan, I don't. But I know you're saying you're absolutely right. And 27 percent is alarming to me because look, I saw the movie, and no way would I give it 20. Come on, no, like, it, it, it's it's not that. It's just that 27 percent of the reviews were positive. That's what that means. Right. It right. doesn't mean that you gave the film a 27 percent out of 100. Right. It doesn't mean that any reviewer gave the film a 27 percent out right. of 100. That's it an means alarming. 20 percent of the reviews were more which positive means, than negative. Which means almost three quarters. Which, it means that more than three quarters were less than 50 percent right. of review, or yeah, right. whatever you consider a fail, or whatever. What is it? 56. That's fresh on right. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. an important metric. It doesn't mean everything, but it's, right. a, it's, it's but it means something. It's another thing to look at. Either way, the positive is this is great news that Jeff Johns is going to be in the position he's in and uh we somebody from to, the inside uh, running dc guys this is just another reason in a in a, in a first film that's been kind of rough for us as fans you've seen it's almost torn this very panel asunder it's just another reason to be positive checks and balances until there's a reason to be negative which is what i've always said let's be positive yes. until we have a reason to be pissed off so today let's celebrate um kind of like how we were positive about powerless something else well we'll get to that something else we jump ahead like this something else Sorry. Down, Hold on. something else because we're i mean i don't know how much time we have today uh but damn we got a lot of we, we gotta, gotta move. move something else to be happy about harley quinn the crown princess of crime is going to be I want to say the star of a spinoff film, but they're also saying it's going to involve other DC female superheroes, including possibly Batgirl, Birds of Prey, uh, you name a couple others as well. DC rocking the ladies, man. Yeah. Holy Interesting. The, nobody's stuck on the crown princess of crime? I like that intro. Mm-hmm. It was okay. almost like the crown jewel. She almost stole my title for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we, I never even gave intros today. We got no, right into it. That's why I said it. that's Mike, that's Adam. You said they they well, Paul went Grant wants to talk about the powerless trailer. What are you talking about? We're going to watch it for the first time together. Uh, we haven't seen it. All we hear is that it's amazing. Just okay. stay yeah. tuned for TV. Time. So yeah. how are you guys so feeling excited. about the potential Harley movie? Fantastic. Fuck yeah, I was not excited about it when I heard the news. What? I just didn't care because I was honestly. I was in a place, and I've been in a place where it's like, I can't get excited about anything until I see some other things that excite me. Okay. And then when I got the Jeff Johns news. It kind of just opened me up again to just optimism, and I don't know if that's well founded or not. Please, um, fans of us, tell tell me was I right to think that or not? I know people are always very opinionated, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but I, I just gotta say, like, I didn't care because I'm like, I still don't know where we're going, and I'm confused. Now I feel like, again, this wasn't just announced the other day. This is. My, okay, the negative side came from thinking like, oh, is this just like with Batman where like Batman's the best thing in a movie that's not great? Is Harley Quinn the best thing in a Suicide Squad movie that's not great? So they're trying to make us excited about her solo film before this not great film comes along. And that's that's where my but, negativity was coming from. Right, but like you said, we try to be positive unless we have a reason to be negative. And the but, only thing that we've seen so far is the trailers. And from the trailers, we really like this movie right? so far. And we also really like Harley. So I just believe that she is that good, not the best thing in a not so good movie but the best thing in a great movie and they were like "All right, Harley, Poison Ivy, let's do it, let's go I think overall I think that if you really had a great Suicide Squad movie you don't need to make this announcement until that comes out and then you let us know that it's already coming. It it feels like a little bit like the damage control-y kind of stuff that they were doing before BVS when saying like before the movie comes out why are you telling me about a three hour cut? Like you're, you're saying look over here, look over here, look over here and that 
that all I'm saying is that's where I, I got to the negative side. I'm not Maybe. being negative. I'm just trying to be, um, you know, just trying to be unbiased about it. Potentially, but I think that the movie isn't coming out until August. We still have so many months. August 5th. I, I, I think that this is something that they are announcing so far in advance. Like, holy sure. crap, we nailed this one. We nailed it. Yeah. We we are so confident that you guys are going to like this <laughs> that we are doing a Harley and stand. I agree. I think uh, everyone looks excited for this. Some I mean, people think it reeks of desperation, I, like Jason Solo. Come on. If he, her contract, whatever, is going to be negotiated, and deals going to be struck, writers going to be yeah. announced over the next coming months. They got ahead of all that. Yeah, they didn't want someone in the trade or one of the fan sites leaking that this is. So going you forward. think she? You think she wasn't locked she in for went, multiple films? She, oh yeah, but not. I don't know about her own, but she okay. went to WB with the idea to do a solo film. Mm-hmm. And she came up with, she pitched it with, I guess, another writer and said, this is my idea. I love this right. character. I want to go. And they're like, oh, we love what you're doing. Let's go. So yeah. smart, smart I, I hope. Yeah. It's Again, tough. I, I, I want to see a, a Harley, Poison Ivy team up. The two of them, like they did in the old animated series. That's yeah. what I want. Uh, I don't want to see Batgirl in it because it's, then you're kind of muddying the waters. With, you know, how does it Batgirl, and why is this, and, you know... I agree. It, I, it does make it feel like, all right, now we're going in the other direction. It's going right. to feel very light. Because people you are know, talking but... Birds of Prey, and I'm just kind of like... Uh, and, and keep then, in mind, this this spinoff, Lord knows when we're going to see it. It could be way down Harley and Ivy, man, the two of them together. And if Harley's in the film, uh-huh. is she is she again, like, the protagonist? Are we to assume that she's, like, the hero of this yeah. film? So are we getting a Harley that's just like this... I think We've heard the term Deadpool thrown around Anti-hero. a lot. Like, they're trying to make her, like, the Deadpool. Okay. Right. Uh, you know, so that's I just, actually you're right. They, they're comparing it, you know, an antihero who makes funny quips along the way, um, kind of fun. She can go from fun loving to dark in an instant. You know, we also a lot again we don't levels. know the timeline of any of this. When nope. is when is it that her movie would be taking place? Not in our world, but in their world. Exactly. Like, so I, I'm staying positive about this. I think this could only mean yeah. good things. So. I guess, and I guess I'm just kind of neutral on it. I'm not excessively jazzed, and, and I'm not. Well, it's hard you to know, get that excited negative. for something that we don't even know is going to happen. That's so. well, that, well, that's what I mean. I mean, just the idea. Kind it of, wasn't like I'm like, oh yes, this is. What I have been forever craving. I'm, it's like I'm going to say this: WB pulled the gun on Wonder Woman, a, a superhero female-led film. Now they're going ahead with the second one, and they don't even know how audiences have tested. Right? Not you. Say what you will about female-led films, but the action films with females have had such a tough time getting going with the Tomb Raiders and the Resident Evils. Yeah, right. but think about Star Wars and now Rogue One. Yes, nowadays, right? They're pushing for it because there's an audience or for still it. Still, Alice and Cake. Comparing Wonder Woman to Tomb Raider is not even <laughs> But we don't know what it's gonna do. But let me ask you this, guys. Is it more important to make the positive political statement of having a female led film, or is it more important to have a great film? Well, have more important to have a great film. But I, I don't yeah. think having a great film or, or they're yeah. not mutually exclusive, but no. it just seems like again, is it this look at look at us, look what we're doing, we're doing good stuff, we're making good women movies. Oh, no, but would you rather see a solo deadshot movie? No, I, no. I just say I want to see a good movie. All I'm saying yeah. is like again, I know people get annoyed when you compare it to Marvel, but it's like Marvel's earned the trust to the point where it's like, whatever they're gonna do, you're gonna go out to check it out because you know that it's gonna be something but positive. That's a great thing to say. That's all I'm Marvel saying. Marvel has like established the goodwill. brand. Right. They've established goodwill Thank you. for 13 films. Right. And we're people are shitting on BBS and this and this for two films. We gotta get the goodwill going. Yes. So just make people. Well, that, that's what I was saying the other day when we got like crazy with each other. I was like, you just need to people. People need to walk out of that theater craving the next movie. Not mm-hmm. six months before the first movie comes out. Because we've seen that with like Fantastic Four, right? They're like, oh, and this new Fantastic Four is going to be was great. Was anyone looking but forward we got that, to that sequel. last one? We got that sequel coming up too. Listen, I was looking forward to it. The I Josh Trank one? I wanted it to be good. I, I mean, I suspected it was going to be terrible, but like... Nothing in that film I ever looked like it was really, really wanted good. it to be good. Nothing looked like that was going to oh, be We good. got two more quick things, then we're moving on to TV time, okay? okay. Number one, Jared Leto said uh, he was on Ellen this week... And he basically talked about how enjoyable it was to play Joker. He said it was a real honor to get asked to play the part. These characters are so special to people, and I have a lot of respect for that. And uh, he just enjoyed the heck out of it. So he, he said, I had the most fun playing this part. And Ellen goes, really? Like, she was shocked by it. I was like, oh, I didn't like, see it. That's yeah, cool. He, he's like, this was my favorite movie that I've ever been. Like, this was my favorite part to play. And, and he's she, done some crazy roles. He's done crazy stuff, but she was, like, floored by it. I was like, right. well, I would hope so. Like, well, come on, what tops this? That doesn't mean, right, doesn't mean it's the best movie I've done. It means I've had the most fun yeah, with yeah, doing yeah, it. Like, yeah. I would say, like, his yeah, role in Darren's he's, right. he's sending people freaking used condoms. I hope he's having a, having, having a good time. If you're not having a good time, But when you're having fun, it translates. 
you know, people are people are saying this about the X Men movie. They're saying that Jennifer Lawrence looks like she's checked out of these films. Oh God! And it's saying that you know when you've got when you've got your actors that are having fun, it translates, and you could tell on screen like, man, they just look like they're having a great time out there. Yep. And a movie like that, Suicide Squad, where it's all about camaraderie, you wanted them to be having. No, no, it sounds great. I I don't think any of these performances are going to be bad in this film. I I really am excited to see what happens. It's just it just sounds like putting the actual film together from a narrative point of view, if there is an issue with Suicide Squad, that's where it seems to be coming from. Not from the performances from the actors. Okay. What yeah. I've heard is that like they're working on the third act. That, that, it, that they're trying to get that to make sense. And listen, there is still a lot of time. I'm not being, uh, you know, Debbie Downer here, but... You know, whether if Jared Leto gives the performance of his life, it doesn't make the best movie if it's not on the page. I'm it's not so in the script. Sizzler, not a big fan of, of yeah. how Jared Leto supposedly was behaving on set. I mean, that's method acting. What are you going to do? He stayed in character. <laughs> if, if everyone else is okay with it, it, it you know? Uh, yeah, if it's the Joker who's sending me, you know, like what, sticky books, this I think reminds I'd be okay me, with and it. I'll go old school on this. This reminds me of here all the, their on set antics. What uh, Cameron did when a- they were filming Aliens. He took all the guys that played Marines and had them all trained together. And a couple of the guys, like Paul Reiser and those actors that weren't part of that group, he separated them. So by the time they got to filming, all these actors had this great chemistry. This one guy comes in and you just feel the hate towards those other characters. That they did not like them. They didn't get along. So when these guys that are all together and Jared Leto on screen, this is the guy that's been sending me used condoms and dead rats. You're going to feel it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's going to be fantastic. Somebody just said, yeah, even Jai Courtney looks like he brought his A-game. Which just reminded me, we didn't throw the picture in. But we saw um, two really cool things on Captain Boomerang. One, you could see his beers that looked like Guinness, but they were called like Gurglers. Gurglers. Gurglers, Australian beer. Great detail. And the boomerang, one boomerang wired with a plastic explosion with plastique. And one that was really sharp. So you could see these different boomerangs. Now I'm going to cough. Excuse me. Well, (laughs) while we're having fun here, one last thing. Really cool article this week about why we need a Booster Gold film. Uh, Basically, real simple. We want, uh, hey, I mean, who wore it better? I mean, come on. Johnny. It's just. Uh, uh, this is what I said last week when I was with Mike. I can't yeah. anymore with the Booster Gold. Yeah, I can't. We're done. I can't. You know, when it's a thing, it's a thing, and let me know. Like, wake me up then. That's but. how I feel with Shazam. Well, no, but Zach Stentz is working on a script. Shazam. Yeah, no, no. This was. Uh, okay, so. Zach Stentz is working on this, a script for Booster Gold. Johnny, okay, that. so if you listen to Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman, you can kind of connect these pieces. Zach Stentz wrote the script. Uh, for Kevin Smith's The Flash episode. He also, on that episode of Fat Men on Batman, referred to a project he'd been working on with Berlanti, which was also alluded to that they couldn't talk on. The next day, it comes out. So this is Berlanti producing, Stents writing the script. This is a thing. Booster yeah. Gold is definitely a real thing. We'll see, we'll Adam. See. We'll see. I'm with you, I think, put it this way. I think it's more of a thing at this point than Shazam. Well, yeah, I agree. And you know what else? Not thing? Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting to fight every one of that yeah. one. You could no. just go agree with me. The Rock just signed on to a two new <laughs> Born Ludlum uh, storyline. He's no. You know what else is a thing? Swerve. Uh, TV time. Wait. Oh. What? It. It's time for Roxy's Chart TV time. Sing along with me this time. Roxy's Chart TV time. She thinks that the flash is forward. Is that your best zoom? TV time. That was my like rom zombie zombie death metal kind of version. So before we get to this past week's episode, because we had the penultimate episode of Flash, of Arrow, of Legends, and of Gotham, which means that we'll be having the finales of all of those next week. We also got some news uh, because this week was upfront. So the first one. Yeah. I'll explain it to our listeners and viewers. What upfronts is is this time of the year, all the big networks take their pilots they've met. And they show them off to advertisers to buy screen time. Mm-hmm. So these are the they, they bring up the stars, they parade them around they for everyone. They go to New York, they yeah. do the whole thing. It's a so that's what the things. But they are announcing exciting things that yeah. are to come also. And one of those things that got announced is that there is going to be a major crossover between all of our CW shows. So we, you know from the last multiverse. week. multiverse. We, we announced last week Supergirl's coming over to us. One of my problems was we've already shown that Supergirl's on a different Earth. How are we going to get a big crossover? I don't know the answer to how, but I do know that it is happening, which means we're going to have a Flash, an Arrow, a Supergirl, potentially Legends crossover, yeah. which could be Well, Gideon. So cool. I mean, Gideon is how that can happen, right? Well, the voice on the computer? The computer itself, right? Doesn't that travel space-time, or is that the TARDIS? Am I getting confused? I think it would be the speedsters would be the way that this would happen. 
Really? Yeah, because they. Well, you I still think in the Wave right. Rider. The wave ship. Rider. Maybe the Wave Kiss Rider. Or what is it? but it's got to be the Wave Rider, right? Um, it could be the Wave Rider. Space but time? think about even this past week, what Zoom did to get from one Earth to another. He just like punched a hole. Yeah, it's he just the like Speed Force is getting out there. Man. Yeah, it's SFP little, is weird. It's Speed Force weird. Place. It's, it's, weird. it's a weird place. But uh, people seem generally excited about this. I'm pretty excited if it does happen. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Happen. No, I'm, I'm as about just... as surprised as the announcement that Saturday is going to be coming after Friday next year. <laughs> right. Like, that's how shocking that <laughs> Are is. Are you like, sure, though? What? Only for that year. Yeah. 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 Uh, another thing, Kevin Smith came out this week after doing that Flash episode and said that he would like to be, uh, to write part of Arrow, an yep. episode, or be consulted, Bring in whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. character he created. Yep. I got a quote from him, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Read it, please. Can, Kevin Smith says, I would love to jump in for a one or two episode arc just to bring Anatomatopoeia to character to life. That would be so badass. I created this character in the comics and then to do a live action version of that would fit into their universe, fit into the run of their show. That would be exciting to me. Uh, so I'd <laughs> be pretty... Kevin Smith is going to, I mean, not Kevin Smith is going to become the new uh, CW franchise Viagra. <laughs> That's what he's going to be. But honestly, I, I read the, uh, I read Quiver again recently for that, um, for, for, for Wine and Comics, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And and that held up. I hadn't read it in like, since it first came out, like 15 this years. Stuff, I, I love and it was stuff. fun. It was a really fun thing. His Daredevil run back in the late 90s. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a good, it's a good thing. And it definitely gets the fans excited. Speaking of things holding up, uh, you guys know I've been obsessing over over Preacher, just like tearing. Oh, yeah. I-, I love Eyes oh, How far into Preacher are you? Um, I just finished the second book, so now I'm starting the third one um, of nine. Oh. So, and each book is how many comics? Um, like a, a crap ton. Like the the fir- the one that I just finished was uh, Till the End of the World or whatever the Till the World Ends one, then had the second one in it. So, so I've, I mean, I've heard that they've made some major departures from the comics, and I don't know what those are yet. But I'm also no. hearing only positive things. Yeah, so. I've heard positive things, and we don't just have to hear them; we actually get to see them. We got a preacher opening scene, uh, which kind of was crazy. Do you guys want to watch it? Oh, it was insane. Do we have time to watch it? It's a four-minute scene. I, I said we should probably start off at about like a minute and 20 in. Oh, you want to skip all Just the... to get a little bit of the craziness. Well, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Mike's not into it. No? Mikey Christmas doesn't well, have preacher. more people can't watch this. The people listening? Why? Because the, the audio just, people? Yeah, they're just listening. That's okay, fine. That's, it's a, no, just I, play if you want to watch just, it... We've done it before. We've done it for a few seconds. We'll talk over it. If you're listening, tune in on... So... You guys know Preacher starts May 22nd. The Sunday after the mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Starts, so this is a preacher who's, I'm assuming, is it, is it in Africa or something yes. like this? That's in Africa, yeah. So he just gets possessed with a spirit, he gets knocked down. They also, AMC announced that Preacher will have an after show. Yep. On yeah, AMC. that Chris Hardwick it? gets the host. Is he going to host again? Yeah. Oh, come on. Chris Hardwick. I think you're great, man. Yo. No, I love him. He's doing my charity show kick, next week. Kick, but, I down, mean, kick down a show or two. Come yeah. on. I know, man. I will be covering the Preacher After Show on After Buzz. Oh, it's almost about to, as high profile. It's about to get weird. Yeah. It does get really weird. Oh, silence. So, is that the voice of God he's got right there? or is that? So, that's not Preacher. That's no, it's not definitely weird. not that's our not the Preacher. Voice of God. It is a different but Preacher. He, but he says he has it, but then you'll see. I'm the chosen one. Oh, ah, hilarious. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. So, Guys, I'm anyway, so excited this landed. Anyway, everybody check it out. There's a whole other scene that comes out. I just want to say I'm so excited that this landed I AMC. It is the yeah. most perfect yeah. place well, you saw for a show like this. Dead, and you'll, we'll be able to see what they do here. However, I hear that they, because the storyline is so weird, it's gonna be I hear that they place. go back. And talk a little bit about like the history before they go forward. Great, so, it will be cool. It'll definitely I'm just be cool super to see. excited. Um, yeah. So then we also got um, you know some footage of another show that's coming yes. out. Should we let's save watch that this. for the oh. end, or are we going to talk about what happened on I, the shows no, this week? Can Let, I? Let's do it now, just to get it out of the just, way. Oh, okay. I think. Okay, so, so this is exciting. Here's the trailer for NBC's Powerless, Please everybody. Don't. No, this is great. Please don't make me watch this again. This is so great. This is for everybody. Mikey Christmas. This is what you get, Mikey, yeah. when you accept you, everything. All right, let's let's listen. Okay, so now who's this Scarlet Fox or something? Crimson Fox. Crimson Fox. Now that is an actual comic from DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Character. What'd I say? Comic book. All right. 
Excuse late me? for work. Sorry to interrupt. Could you put us back on the tracks? My shift at work and that is Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, that's Vanessa Hudgens, there High School Musical girl. Yes, powers. It's their world. We just live in it. Okay. I'm so proud of you. Danny Prudy, who is in Community. Sure. Big geek on that show. You talked over the best reference, though. What do you say? I think she said she wanted to do Aquaman. That's a thing. Should we deny as an act of God? There's Wonder Woman mentioned. Demigod, so. Kind of a gray area. Have I like Wonder Woman mentioned. Green Lantern mentioned. I think that was the Iron Giant in the background. Meet Del Heller, your new claim supervisor. So look how ethnically diverse the cast is. I love so it. Increase in denials by the end of the month. It's not damage control because it's, but it's the insurance company, so it's a similar thing. Yes, but it's different. And I won't be a part of it. No more Bagel Wednesday. Bagel. This is Alan Tudyk. Obviously, a lot of good cred. Hawkman there. So yep. super, but you never know where power may be hiding. Is that it's a Superman reference with the glass? Yeah. Oh, and that girl. She's from the Comedy Central stuff, right? Some heroes. Oh, Lex Luthor. Oh, that's the actual book. By the way, can I be your sidekick? Got a utility belt. I love you, son. How do they know never that? said that before. I said it now. You can't hear me, can you? Okay. Who knows? Maybe a hero will rise. This mm. isn't over. Oh, I know. For oh, all of... Aquaman so hard. Wow. So there you go, DC Movie News. For all of you guys that wanted everything happy and fun and colorful in the good. DC Universe, there you go. Mikey Christmas giving you a I Christmas gift. I, guys, I'm really uh, I'm really hopeful for this. It Can could be really funny. Let's put, a, Adam, let's put a spin. That's Earth 13, right? That's just Earth yeah. 13. Okay, but you're, you're going to make a reference about Wonder <sighs> Woman, about Aquaman, Aquaman about and... Green Lantern, about Hawkman, uh, about everybody. Mm-hmm. Why? How mm-hmm. does and this then get made? How so does you're, like this so get you're made? telling me that this is in the DC cinematic universe? I'm not no, telling no, you this. It's I'm... not. It's just in a different DC universe where it all exists. It's not in the same That's universe. That's what I'm saying. It's Earth 13. Let's yeah. say it's Earth 13. So... I'll tell you, the, the, the thing... I knew this. Didn't we talk about this last week where I said the way that this show was going to go? I knew it was going to do this. And I tried to be positive because I was like, if it's funny, it's funny. But I have yeah. to tell you that that trailer did not do it for When we walked in, I was going to say this to you. This is 100% proof positive, guys out there, that I don't blind fanboy DC. I don't. This show looks like something from the 1990s. That Justice League failed pilot that they tried to greenlight that was a mix of Friends and Justice League. This looks like it was ripped right out of that. Like someone took a script that was in a box that an intern threw away yeah. 20 years ago. Do you think that Perkins this is just... Perkins in the chat says back your team, Mike. Do you think this is an attempt to uh, just like, if there's a sitcom out there, it makes the average person a little bit more aware of the properties and it's a light way to make them more I, familiar I'll with I'll be honest. Like, and, yes. and also I feel like yeah. NBC has such a, um, a history of pulling the plug quickly on shows. Yeah. Uh, I don't over under six episodes air. What do you guys think? More or less than six episodes? Uh, oh, three. Over. Three. You I think, think canceled after three? Three. What do no. you think? It's hard. I mean. <laughs> I think over. I want this prediction. And we're going to go back. We're going to call this. Here's the thing. My problem is not just what we just. The editing of it was very choppy to me and very awkward, which to me says that's a bigger problem. The like, fact that, but it's early. Presumably, maybe they've only shot okay, the pilot. Let's you talk know? about this. Well, the fact yeah. that he's reading a book on Lex Luthor. The fact that that was a comic book cover from twenty yeah, years ago. I know. The fact that they had Hawkman on the cover looked like the Hawkman from the Baby Ruth commercial from fifteen years ago. It's like, yeah. there's no p- thought in any well, of this. Well, look at it this way: like, hey, when it comes to television, uh, you got four shows in the CW under. that are all going to be kicking ass. They can't all be winners. If this one doesn't work, watch. Whatever. You know what? Hey, to support them and that it's DC. Zeno Hour says full season. Hey, we're, Full season? That's what Zeno Hour says. Uh, listen, we're all going to be watching the first episode, no matter how bad it looks right now. I just, and, and, and the thing is, here's this. Paul if it's Grant. funny, then we, we, then it, we all win. All right, Did you laugh once minutes. in that trailer? So, no, 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 I, 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 I We, we have to move on from Powerless. We only okay. have a couple minutes, and we have four episodes of amazing television to talk about right okay. now. Let's start with our CW shows. Yep. Number one, I finally caught up on Legends of Tomorrow. I was mm-hmm. way behind. I tore through it, and I was... 
bawling at the end of that episode. Oh. Uh, Closing out with a quote from Vandal Savage, that damn savage saying, I no longer have to rule the world, I have the ability to change it. Oh, boy. Uh, is every, uh, spoilers. These are all it's okay. spoilers. You could spoil. I'm not These caught up. These are all up, but... spoilers. What happens with Captain Cold? Oh, my God. He's my favorite character. I'm freaked out. I don't know what's happening. Well, I appreciate you saying that Cold, I'm your favorite character, Roxy. Uh, his, yeah. his contract got <laughs> removed. He's no longer a series regular on Legends. He is a series regular in the Berlanti universe. Mm. Really? Yes, they took him off as a series regular for Legends. He is now a Berlanti universe series regular. Okay. So he's going to be on all the shows. Pretty good People gig. have been saying, how are they going to do this and Prison Break? They're different seasons, you know, Heat Wave and Cold and actually uh, King Clock, for that matter, too, are all oh, over right. yeah, back yeah. on Prison Break. But... So they're in different seasons. That, They'll make that, it work. That would be fine. There's no way he's gone, gone. No. I will freak out. When we get that kiss with him and Sarah, I've been waiting for that for, like, every moment of my life. So that was my thoughts on Legends. Johnny, I know you checked it out. What'd you think? Uh, Legends? Yeah. I mean, I didn't necessarily cry, uh, but, I mean, at the same time. But, but that doesn't mean you didn't necessarily not cry. No, it tugs on the heartstrings. No, it does it tugs mean on that. the heartstrings. I, I really enjoy the fact a- that, of all people, Captain Cold uh, was the one to, to step up and, and take one for the team, if you will. Uh, really enjoyed the heck out of that. The Flash, major drama at the end. They seem to enjoy themselves for about 23 seconds, and then shit goes haywire again. Yeah, so the bottom line yeah. is I think that Henry Allen is the man in the mask. Right, um, I agree. And so we had But to, is he Jay Garrick? So uh, I think he's Jay tough. Garrick. Yeah, tough. I think that's why we heard the whole thing about his mom's name, maiden name being Garrick and him. So are we going to get Henry Allen... Jay Garrick Sorry, in the costume, awesome. old running speedster next oh season. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. That's kind of awesome. I kind of do. Since since they yeah. announced John Wesley Shipp, I've been wanting him to be a speedster. And they and it did seems that one like, episode. They did that thing where he went through the time stream and saw the visions go down, and it was yeah. John Wesley Ship in the 90s Flash. Yeah, scene. it was. It was. That's right. And if you go to the WB tour, Could've they have the old Central, Central City Police Station on that tour. Yeah, and yeah. I know I'm always the first person to say, like, oh, they're going to have too many speedsters, but they've done a good job of throwing red herrings, like, yeah. even to the point where Jesse Quick. Was testing herself to see if she's a, uh, a speedster. Where you had uh, what's what's the uh, uh, Joe Joe asking uh, Wally? Do you feel different? Yeah. Like yeah. so, they were teasing us with and where we thought it was going to go. Yeah. So I give Berlanti and Kreisberg and all those guys mad props Again, they for for swerving our goodwill. That yeah. show. Yeah. All right. And so moving on, lastly. we had Arrow. Uh, Arrow was ridiculous. We've got this freaking dome thing that we're working with and what happens with da- Damien Dark's family and all of that. Uh, we'll see where we're going with Arrow. Arrow I'm having a tough time with right now, I've I'll be a, honest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, I'm hurting. just having a tough it's time. It's a chore. Uh, and Gotham... Uh, we got a doppelganger of uh, Commissioner Gordon, and uh, then everyone's stuck in uh, Arkham Asylum. And you want to even mention Hello Fish? Uh, sorry. What's going that, that on? Too. She's back. So there she is. Uh, is her performance more grounded in reality this time? No, but she's a fish now, part. He, well, he operated on her type of thing. Yeah, a little bit. Little Some bit. fish DNA? A yeah, little bit knows. of fish DNA. It's a little fishy to me. Ha ha ha. And on that note, I love me some BD Wong, though. Yeah. Yes. On that note, yeah, so much going on this week. A lot of fun stuff, and I think we should all put ourselves over. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter. We're yes. Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Adam Gertler. Hey, I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me online at Adam Gertler. I have a little bit of a cold this week. Uh, I think we have on FX Movie Download. A week from this Friday, I believe we're doing Marvel's The Avengers, which is not a DC property, but um, one of the coolest things I've done since I've worked for FX was getting to go to Marvel Comics and interview Joe Quesada and Axel Alonso in relation to Avengers. And we shot this episode like almost a year ago, and I think it's finally airing, and it is the coolest thing I've ever done. So please, uh, The Avengers is a great movie. Watch it, and um, I'll watch it with you online, and we can can hang out and stuff. That's awesome. I'm Roxy. Stryer, you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Mikey. Hey guys, I'm Mike Kalinowski. You find me at Mike Kalinowski. You got Character Corner is going strong, so thank you for that. We got the question will come out probably nice. today or tomorrow. Sweet. Also, next week I'm going to be on a new podcast called The Novice and Frank. It's a big comic book one, and they brought me on because nice. they want to talk about DC Rebirth. So I know we didn't get to talk Beautiful. about it. Sweet. It's starting next Wednesday, the 25th. Is their giant episode? So tune in there, and then the following day we'll be here. 
We'll be talking about that, talking about the logo with DC Comics and oh, stuff. Oh, right, the new logo. The new logo. I, yeah. So oh, check out that podcast. Uh, I forgot to mention that I'm going on uh, SourceFed Superhero Roundup tomorrow. Oh, right. Thanks Sweet. to everybody who watched uh, live for us, too. That's awesome, yeah. guys. There you go. Uh, yeah, over 300 in chat roll. Uh, I'm at Jay Quasto. Uh, next week, two big shows. Well, I'm in Florida, number one. I'll be at the Palm Beach Improv oh. May 26th to 29th. So if you're anywhere in Florida, anywhere near West Palm Beach, hit me up. I'd love to see you at those shows. And also my charity foundation, the regular Hero Foundation. We're having our big show at the Comedy Store next Thursday night, the 26th. Bill Burr is on the show. Chris Hardwick is on the show. Brett Ernst. It's a jam-packed lineup. All the money, all the ticket sales go directly to helping uh, the sick kids that we work with and their families. And it's going to be an amazing cause. So please, if you're in L.A., hit me up on social media. I'm posting all over social media about it. We want to pack the place and raise a whole bunch of money for some great kids. So that's all I got right now. Until then, uh, thanks so much for watching. Thanks for riding with us every week. We'll see you next week. Yeah. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.